Hello and welcome to the 56th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark and with me as always, the moving into my new apartment, Brandon Gross. Did you say the moving into my apartment or I'm the moving, you're the apartment? Yeah, I realized because I said my new apartment, and it sounded like the moving into to my. We've got a new big apartment. announcement. So kinda, we're moving in. It worked. We're moving in. No, it just uh, fresh off a move, Brandon. Exhausted and dying inside for the amount of effort it takes to move just a little bit uh, closer than it was that where I was. Yeah, it's just really been. I know. Well, well, a, congrats. Your walls are white. You say your your Wi-Fi is lightning speed. I haven't seen that yet on my end, but we'll see. <laughs> I just. I did a speed test, baby. We're running almost 300 megabytes down. Oh, That's lightning fast. You got some gigawatts I going. just did it, too. Oh, we got almost a full gigabyte. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's great. I'm looking at a bunch of empty boxes right now. My cat has never been more relaxed in her entire life, which is a good place to be. Um, oh, your cat isn't really... agitated? Because I thought, like, isn't bringing a cat to a new location sort of like acclimating a fish in a fish tank? Like, that you have to sort of yes. slowly get them in there, right? Yes. And we did that. We brought her into our what is now our bedroom and kept her in there for like 20 minutes to let her kind of get used to the spot. But she's moving from an apartment that had an additional cat who she had a, at best, playfully antagonistic relationship mm-hmm. with. And at worst, just the two of them were annoying the hell out of each other constantly. Um, so I think she's just in hog heaven right now with nobody waiting around a corner to smack her or like uh, none, of, none of the classic Jeez, cat stuff your cat happening. left an abusive relationship. Your cat's living a life right now kind of left an abusive relationship so now she's sleeping everywhere ripping up the new furniture we got already miranda's gonna have her head if she keeps doing this <laughs> um i i want to hear i think you should tell our our listeners about the haunted wardrobe though because you told me this off, oh yeah off mic but i think you should share this information with you think it's people. too good of a story okay so, so haunted that's brandon's painting of the that's <laughs> with brandon's verbiage though who knows it could be haunted i uh we moved into this new apartment this weekend um and or this past weekend i guess this comes out on fridays now so this is a little more confusing by the way coming out on fridays now brandon we're a weekend pod it makes sense more we're in between uh in between schedules here thursday sometimes there's not games it's perfect mondays didn't make sense this makes sense no i completely agree also whenever we go out of town it's always friday through monday and so it would come into one of us having to come in on monday night just exhausted from traveling and have to record a podcast. So this Absolutely. is for the better. But bad news. I will not bad get news. I might be gone uh, two Thursdays from now, but we'll figure that out later. Anyway, we'll figure it out. That could be a Wednesday record and come out on a Friday. Who knows? I um. So we inherited this wardrobe. We inherited this humongous wardrobe, and I described it to Brandon as 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 if it's a boulder. This is truly the heaviest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It takes encompasses like an entire corner of the room. It's great for uh, for a New York apartment where you don't have a lot of tr- storage traditionally, even though this apartment has a pretty good amount of storage. Um, and it has it has been passed down. We are the third tenants now to have received this wardrobe because of how of a how monumentous of an activity it is to move it. How much how difficult it is to move. Um, it requires a complete disassembling of it and then a reassembling of it in the new apartment. And everybody's like, Nah, I'm good. I think I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to leave it here for the next tenants. So we have inherited what Brandon has described as a, as a haunted wardrobe. I hope it's not haunted. Brandon. It's haunted. Think, okay, that is classic, classic haunt. You got a haunted uh, furniture relic that's been passed down. That's true. That it's passed and, down, and it's the devil playing with you because it knows that you're that you're too lazy. To to move it. What is it? What's the what's the oh. sin? Sloth. 
Is that it? Yeah, sloth. Yeah, it's making sloth. you sloth. It knows you're slothing. That's a good point. So it's taking advantage. You got to take and it then out. And the devil's me. gonna uh, possess you or your cat, not Miranda. That's true. Oh no! If the if the if the devil possesses Winona, she's sleeping right now. So if the devil possesses Winona, I'm in a lot of trouble, buddy. I can I just I can already barely handle her when she's not possessed by the devil. I can only imagine if she starts going exorcist on me, what I'm gonna be able to what I'm gonna have to put up with. But yeah, so I uh, so I have to disassemble this wardrobe though. So this is the bane of my existence right now. It's a, it's a project that Miranda and I've been putting off for. But the you're gonna keep it. You're gonna move it. it. You're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it. Yes, but that's the reason why I'm recording in the the pretty barren uh, living room. It's not that barren, honestly. There's just nothing on the walls to kind of dampen the sound and nothing on the floor, so that's why it sounds a little echoey in here right now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just going to require a complete disassemble and then a reassemble just to move it, like, maybe eight feet. It's just... Just for, just really for it to possess your body. It, man. It, <laughs> just for... Maybe that's when the possession happens, as we... Maybe, like, the crime of the sin of disassembling it is, is yeah. where the, the haunting begins. Yeah. That could be it. Are you I a want... horror movie guy? Uh, a bit, yeah. No, I I like horror movies. Yeah. Love original Halloween. It's a favorite of mine. Um, I like horror Whoa, movies. Spooky. Um, if okay. you play this podcast backwards, you're gonna hear the devil. Um, <laughs> you're gonna hear the devil's gonna be speaking to you. What it's are they all... gonna say? What are they gonna say? I, yeah, the, the nationals are bad. I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> say the nationals right. are bad. Specific... It's it's just the like very friendly. Are... It's like, devil has hot takes on the NL East. I love that. I love that. The devil needs to cool it on their hot takes of the NL East because the Nationals have been good recently, Brandon. We don't have this on the rundown, but the Nationals have scored like 30 runs in the last five games, it seems like. They're just now apparently an offensive powerhouse. Who would have guessed? With with atrocious pitching. With atrocious pitching, but you know, that leads to fun games, high-scoring games at least. Um, but yeah, moving into the new apartment. I was going to ask how your weekend was, but I think that now we record on Thursday nights. It's a how's your week been, dude? Don't. Or how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend, well, weekend to go back, I was at a wedding in Santa Barbara and it was gorgeous, baby. I had a friend. Uh, who oh, I, the best. Who I uh, performed comedy with. I had him get married. Um, and I think the best part was I was sat at a table with um, a gentleman um, who was about 6'8", bright blue eyes, blonde hair, huge hook, huge big nose. Just a goofy looking fella, oh. a nice like floral uh, tie, and he goes, nice. and he goes to the whole table. He goes, I just got back from Spain, and uh, and we're like, why, why, man? <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, I just I'm I was driving through Fresno. He lives in L.A., but at some point he was driving through okay. Fresno. He matched with a woman. He matched with a oh, woman God. in Fresno. They started talking. He said he paid the two fifty or whatever to speak to her. I don't know what that's about. What I don't the know. Fuck? I don't know he what he, what app that is. But uh, but he did that <laughs> and he spoke with her and she travels a lot for work and she's like, hey, I'm going to Spain for a month. And he's like, oh, I could come, haha, <laughs> jokey. She was like, oh no no no, that's okay. Then they, I guess they keep talking via text or whatever WhatsApp. I think he said. Um, and okay. he's like, ah, yeah, maybe I should come. And she was like, okay. But she's like, no. No, no kissing. No, what? Yeah, the hell? Oh, no kissing. I, no kissing. No touching. No kissing. <laughs> no, to shut the kissing down. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently they did do dinner. He met her in Fresno earlier on. They had dinner. Okay. No kissing, but it went well. And no then kissing. she left for Spain. Okay. okay. Um, and then they went. He went there. He stayed in his own place for a week or so. I think in Madrid and Valencia, and Insane. no kissing. And uh, no and, kissing. Not a single. And kiss. he flew back Friday. My friend's wedding was Saturday. And then the guy dro- drove back to L.A. from Santa Barbara Saturday night. That man had a week in his life, but no what kissing. What a maniac. And also... No uh, kissing, not a single kiss. No kissing. But he's dancing his ass off on, on the dance floor. He's dancing with all the bridesmaids. Oh, hell yeah. 
True, true wow, character okay. right there. And apparently, I found out he was in an episode of Barry, the season, the show Barry. Bill Hader. Oh no way! Yeah, he, okay, not a speaking That's line, cool. but it's That's like cool. it made sense because I had seen the recent episode. It was the first episode. I'm just doxing this dude right now. Um, no. He's in this scene. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, but uh, but that was the highlight. A weird, a weird person at your at the uh, dinner. What's more wedding than that? So that was the highlight for you me. You want a character, though. You want a character at the at the at the dinner party, if, especially if you don't know a ton of people, and you got a yeah. guy that can do a lot of the social heavy lifting. Yeah, that's great. Also, when you said he had, uh, you were describing his his nose as being hooked. I thought you were going to say he had a hook, like he <laughs> had like a captain. <laughs> no, hook I would have opened with that. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair, fair. How do you go? So wait, though they had a successful first date, and then they never talked again, or they were only talking through. I think only through Texas. Or, like, Fresno to L.A. is what? That's got to be like six hours. It's far. No, yeah. I've done that before. I did that for a concert. Remember oh, that? You I went did with that. Uh, Sada to go to yeah. So I think that was like it was a long drive. Actually, I'm gonna look this up right now. It. it was a long. How drive. How far is Fresno? Okay, ha- half concert... that. It's three hours. Not as ridiculous as I thought. Okay, still Not for good, a date. Though. Who's what? You live in Los Angeles, man. There's got to be plenty of eligible bachelorettes in Los Angeles that you for can, this man. You can uh, wear your. <laughs> For this yeah, man? Was he, was he, uh, did he leave a little bit to be desired physically, Brandon? Is that what you're alluding to? He was a gentleman, though. He's a gentleman. <laughs> okay, that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Um, we had a lot of baseball to get to, Brandon. We had a, a hell of a... We're catching up on full, almost 10 full days of baseball content that we haven't gotten to. Isn't that kind of insane? I know. Yeah, we have a week. I mean, we're not going to go the full week and a half, uh, but we got, no, a, we got a lot of things much. to cover. We got a, a, some big series, some inner division series going on. Also, like we, as, as a Marlins fan, this fucking sucks because we went from we didn't get to talk about the Marlins seven game winning streak, and now we just get to talk about them being swept by the Diamondbacks. We missed the so this full week me. of their victories, and now it's only sadness for you. Hey, your it's your choice. Bad. You had to move to the haunted wardrobe house. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I didn't have Wi Fi on Tuesday. What was I supposed to do? Or I didn't have Wi Fi until Tuesday. Also, we got our Wi Fi installed. I told you this, and I tweeted about this, but we got our Wi Fi installed by a man named Ronnie from Verizon. He's a sweetheart, very nice guy. Did a wonderful job. Our Wi-Fi, like I said, screaming fast. He, uh, I was talking to him, and he, I forget how it got brought up, but we baseball got brought up, and I was like, "Oh, are you a baseball fan?" He's like, "Yeah, um, I was born and raised in Brooklyn. I'm a Mets fan." And I was like, "Oh, the Mets are doing pretty good this season, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay, this is a this is a true Mets fan. If you're if you're already that jaded in this uh, this great start to a season, then you know he's been through a lot." Ronnie's been through a lot. I I feel you, my man. Uh, uh, let's keep the faith, Ronnie. Keep the faith. Hey. It, you guys haven't slowed down. Don't look at the score right now at this Thursday night game. But uh, outside of that, yes. you guys haven't slowed down. Yes. But, but we got a lot, Brandon. We got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about these Mets and Braves split a four-game series. Like I said, the Marlins got swept by the D-backs. It'll take maybe 30 full seconds to talk about that. Phillies dropped two to the Rangers. We got our classic uh, bits, our feasts and famines, our DeGroms of the week, our feast fan questions. Whoa, Brandon, you didn't tell me we got a new name for the we segment. We got a segment, babe. We got a segment marketing. We, we got a segment. Yeah, feast fan questions and then the classic upcoming schedule. And maybe we'll do a feature of future fans. But Brandon, before that, we have to get to some ads. This episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting 
jacked. Maybe it's cutting season. Maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet. Maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than three dollars a day. Three dollars a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. And sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds. Have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there, I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. And we're back. Brandon, what ad reads we do almost as good as the Mets and Braves series that we had this last week. As we said it before the ad read, the Mets and Braves split a four-game series, and it was a, it was a bit of a wild ride. I know the Mets took two initially with the doubleheader, but I think they lost the two following that. Is that right? No, the, the Braves beat them in the first game, and then they had a two-game uh, doubleheader. Well, obviously, it was two-game doubleheader. They had a doubleheader. <laughs> They had a four-game doubleheader. one day, uh, yeah, to make up from the uh, games they lost from the beginning of the season because of the walkout. Um, yeah, game yeah. one, Travis Darno just absolutely haunting the Mets. He's been kicking their ass ever since he went to the Braves. And I feel like Darno, kind of a top catcher in the game that is not talked about enough, I would say. He's a, he's a very offensively talented catcher, for sure. He's almost like the wardrobe. He's like the Mets wardrobe uh, to your uh, to the Braves because he's so haunting, right? Do you like that? You're, tr- you're reaching now, <laughs> no, buddy. You're reaching. Okay. I almost interrupted you to make the joke, and I am so glad that I did it because it would have fallen on deaf ears and ruined your flow. But yeah, Darno, man. He's great, and he always seems to pull uh, pull his weight against the Mets specifically, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to find Darno versus the Mets stats because I know it's insane. I can't find it offhand right now. I should have prepared prior to this, but... Brandon, uh, come on. I got a lot of things to do. I can't be looking up stats for the thing that we talk about. <laughs> um, come on, the show that we put together. Don't worry. I, you, did all of the, uh, you did all of the heavy lifting today when it comes to uh, organizing, so uh, I'll, I'll let you get away with this one. But yeah, Darno... Um, this man, he went three for four with three RBI in the in the five two Braves victory in Game One. My man got a, a clutch. I think it was a double um, to put the Braves on top, and they look, didn't look back. The man has a three hundred average so far. I know it's early in the season. Two dingers, twelve RBI, eleven runs. My man also 
pretty impressive. My man also has um, two homers, eight RBI against Max Scherzer, which is pretty impressive. I mean, his average That's isn't not fantastic. That's not an easy thing to do, dude. But, uh, but yeah, he, he's the most at-bats against Max Scherzer of any, uh, any starting pitcher, which makes sense. Um, I, I don't know dude, why. okay, wait. I pulled up the stats. I pulled you found up the it? stats. Yeah, I found it. So he's had 44 plate appearances against the Mets in his career. What do you think his OPS is against the Mets? Uh, actually, I'll Sam, say this. Do you robot. think it's uh, over or under 900? I'm a robot again? You're back now. You're a robot for a minute. Oh, I'm not a robot forever, buddy. You know that. That's not how this... I got speedy fast internet. I'm not a robot it forever. It doesn't show you that you op- have speedy fast internet. <laughs> I'll show you the speed test, Brandon. It's flying. Um, what do you think his OPS is? Do you think it's over or under 900 as oh, over career against the Mets? Over. It's 1172. Yeah, that's insane. He has his highest, uh, highest OPS, second only... Or no, it's first for the Mets, second to the Pirates, second to the Red Sox. But um, yeah, dude, he's clobbered. Clobbered. The I mean, clobbered. You see in red when when he faces old team. I mean, that was a that was a, a bad move by the Mets. That was under the Brody Van uh, Wagenen uh, GM Mets. That was a bad <laughs> phenomenal name. We never talked. We never get to talk about that guy a lot because he was gone by the time we started. But man, what a wonderful name that is. Brody Van Wagenen, the Dutch clown boy. He, he sounds like a bad guy in a wet hot. He American looks like one movie. too. Evil, evil human. Um, <laughs> And I'm sure he's a nice gentleman. I don't actually know him. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely insane. Also, do you remember Darno was on the Dodgers for like three days? No, so I the Mets, totally Mets cut about him. That. He signed with the Dodgers. The, he was on the Dodgers for like three days, and they traded him to the Rays. And then he had a great half yes. a year, or I think yes. most of the season with the Rays. Signed with the Braves. Baby, you know, just absolutely coasting in Atlanta. Um, also a funny guy. Did you see yeah, that we right. talked about the D. Strange Gordon thing where he... Where he oh, yeah. Yeah, so we love Darno here. I I can't hate him on the Braves even when he beats up on how the many, Mets. But how many at bats did you think he has as a Dodger? Seven. He's had a single at bat as a single? Dodger. He had one, one at bat as bat? a Dodger. <laughs> one. Yeah, in 2019, he went from uh, the Mets to the Dodgers for one at bat, and then yeah, landed in the race for that uh that playoff run that I remember. But yeah, isn't that insane, dude? I wonder what, <laughs> what is that weird, thinking. Weird That's so, I I don't know what was going on in the Dodgers. I, they may have had some catches on the IL. I don't know what was going on. It's a weird thing that happened. That's like when Piazza was yeah, a Marlin for that's one true. game. Yeah, yeah, the same vibes. Also a catcher, also, Brandon. Also Look on at the, the Mets. Um, also on the Mets. But yeah, so um, after Darno absolutely creamed the Mets, uh, the Mets came back, swept the doubleheader. Mets are four and zero. Uh, in double headers this year, sweeping the Giants wow. earlier in the year and the Braves are pretty good. It's surprising, it doesn't happen normally. It's like a guaranteed split, it seems like. But uh, Travis Jankowski, remember him? Yes, yeah, he's the leadoff guy for you now, right? Uh, not per- no, no, not series? permanently. He just hold on. Did I get in trouble? Uh, no. Oh no, Brandon's in okay, trouble. I thought my my audio got me in trouble. We're good. Um, We're good. No robots. My here. haunted audio. Uh, but yeah, Travis Jankowski, Philly's legend. He's just he's like the Mets' fourth outfielder. He's like the Pilar of this year. Um, he got a chance okay. to lead off in Game One, and he was absolutely electric on the base paths. My man, I know. I saw Mets Twitter blowing we up. We loved dude. it because also he had a quote after the game where he was like, you know, no one's gonna buy my jersey, and then everyone, all the Mets fans, like, we're gonna buy this guy's jersey now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna buy his jersey now. That's um, so funny. That's but in so that same funny. game, the Are Mets. You... What'd you say? I said, are you going to buy the no. jersey? How, de- how dedicated are I don't, you? Come I don't on. buy players' jerseys. Are you pro players' That's right. jerseys? T- I'm, uh, I am I mean, I was going to say I'm kind of indifferent, but all of the jerseys that I've bought and recently have had a player. So I bought the Dolphins jersey for Tua tunga Viloa, mm-hmm. our starting yeah. quarterback, yeah. Brandon. I got a Jazz uh, jersey for the, mm-hmm. the Sugar 
Sugar Kings? Is that what they were called? Yeah, yeah the Sugar Kings uniforms. Um, but my Sugar Kings jersey is no no player That's on the That's the move. So, you never know because the players one one st- one drunk driving citation away from you <laughs> feeling weird wearing it. it. <laughs> you know, like Tua didn't do anything bad, but he also hasn't been a superstar yet, and I'm also already like I could have just bought a, a yeah. Dolphins jersey i don't need to have this there's yeah. a friend of but, mine on the softball team who's a big a's fan and he was wearing a lizardo jersey a nice one a cra- whoa, he's, he's wearing go. it to softball i was like man you're gonna get that dirty and he showed me the back and i was like oh okay and he was like uh, yeah okay. and he was he like yeah care. i invested in it and then <laughs> you know uh um, burned got dude. Burned. you can't invest as an A's fan you can't invest in anybody's jersey yeah. that's that's his first mistake he should know better than that did he uh does he still follow him do you know oh, is yeah. he paying attention he's, to his he's he, his, his marlins yeah career? he asked this question last week it, it's eric shout out to eric Oh, yeah. okay. Shout, Shout out, out to Eric. To Eric. Um, but yeah, he's a big A's guy. Big A's guy. Um, anyway, game one, Mets won five to four. They did win, but David Peterson, I don't know if you saw this, there was would have been a double play in I think the fifth or sixth inning, um, bounced off his glove, um, caused it to be first and second, one out, and then Matt Olson comes up. Peterson just throws a fastball right down the middle. Olson absolutely dis- obliterates that was, it. That was the first time I like, because I didn't know Matt Olson that much because he was on the yeah, A's for yeah. so long. That was the first time that I'm like, holy shit, this dude is a monster. He's, he's scary, man. Also, he's a bat, great dude. defensive yeah. first baseman, too. Um, yeah, well, good news. We only have to worry about him for the next eight yeah, years. Yeah, no so. big deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Mets won that one. Game two, Carlos Carrasco, eight innings of shutout ball against the Braves. Pete. Uh, oh, I know, Pete, dude. I know. I got him on my fantasy team. Great so pickup. Because, I mean, it, you're, you're sort yeah. of buying low on him because he was so bad and injured last year. And Jeff McNeil, dude. I kind of low-key love the Mets from a fantasy oh, perspective yeah. right now. Yeah. I, I make... yeah. And Kyle, right? Yeah. Not a Met, but but in the mm-hmm. division, obviously. Yeah. Carrasco, eight innings shutout. Pete hit a dong in that game. A nice little nice little, nice little, taste of victory in, in the doubleheader sweep. But, oh, baby, the yesterday, Wednesday's game, they lost 9-2. to two. Absolute bullpen implosion. Tyler McGill, fresh oh. off his... Uh, his team no hitter, which we didn't get a chance to talk mm. about. Um, no, we're gonna need to talk about that. I gotta get some. I want to get some opinions talk about it. on that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he actually McGill actually was uh, continued his no hit streak. He actually did do nine no hit innings because he didn't give up a hit to the Braves until the fifth inning. Oh, okay. sex, yeah, me. I remember that. Um, but yeah, after that total bullpen implosion, Adam Adovino implosion, Guillermo Heredia. How long? What? Oh, did you see the Trevor May thing where he was like screaming in his glove, I'm so fucking bad and looked like he was on the verge of tears? Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, he he's injured. He's on the IL now. Okay, yeah. but that was like one of the more sad things I've seen at this, this baseball season so far. Like, he's a great guy, he's, too, and he's, and he's always like... He's a goober. Yeah. yeah, he's a goober, but like you don't want to see anybody do that. And then you see all... I was like reading the, the replies on the tweet that was like showing the gif of it, and it's always like, well, maybe if you weren't playing Fortnite during the offseason, then you wouldn't be so fucking bad, huh? And it's like, okay... We don't know what he's doing for the 12 hours he's not playing video games on the internet. I'm sure he's being a professional athlete. Let it, the man have fun. Whatever. We've made fun of him for the Fortnite shirt yeah. picture. But, like, it's all t- it's all tasteful, Brandon. We're not going to comment when he's injured taste. and be like, you freaking loser. What did you hurt your humorous when you were playing Fortnite? <laughs> oh, those fingies are falling off. Uh, but, yeah, I saw that and that, that disappointed me. And, it, and I don't think it was even Mets fans specifically. I think it was just baseball or sports yeah. Twitter as a whole being like, oh, well, maybe if you weren't playing it's, Fortnite. It's like, if you're an active, if you're an active athlete on social media, unless you're Trevor Bauer, if you're an active athlete on social media, <laughs> it must be brutal for you to to be on there. I mean, Trevor Bauer, yes, sick, sick everyone on him. But, uh, you know, it must be yeah. brutal when you're like going through a rough stretch or you're injured or anything like that. It must be terrible, terrible. 
Yeah, you got to do what Jazz does and just retweet people that are hyping you up all the yeah. time. That seems to be the exactly. move. Exactly. Or do the Marcus Stroman and do that and then uh, block your haters, you know? Yeah, block the haters, Brandon. We don't get enough haters, but if we did, I would love to oh, block yeah. some haters. Hey, if you're a hater, say something nasty to us. <laughs> we're going to block you. Yeah, text us, or not text us, tweet us right now how much you hate us and we're going to put you on the block list. But only after we quote tweet you and say, you're banned. <laughs> you're banned, chief. Don't follow this guy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Brandon. I'm gonna be honest. I'm still reeling from that Philly cheesesteak I had before this. I'm like, do you need full, to take a break? Look, no. Has the no, devil no, no. entered your bowels? Through. Are you okay? <laughs> no. Do you think that? What if that's how the devil gets to me? Was through my Philly cheesesteak that I just. You had. just have no. I'm sorry. You and Miranda just have IBS now. <laughs> that's what the devil gave you. The wardrobe devil <laughs> the gave you IBS. Yeah. This is medical advice from like 1842. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not IBS. The devil has entered your intestines. <laughs> You might want to put some leeches up in your bladder, yeah. It's a, yeah. Put oh, is that <laughs> Morgan know. Freeman? Is it? No, it wasn't Morgan Freeman. He was like an old. He was an old Southern doctor. He was like, you better put some. Uh, okay. You know, it's an old Southern doctor. What if you went? It's giving me Morgan Freeman. Vibes. What if you went to a doctor in Brooklyn and the doctor spoke like that? Would you be disturbed? Mm, I have a great physician here, but if I did go to, a, yeah, I had a weird experience with a doctor in uh, in L.A. where I went there. And also to answer your question, yes, I'd be weirded out. And I went there and uh, he was very dismissive of all of my concerns um, and was just like he was a, an Albanian man that just had no interest in entertaining any of my, my concerns. He is the only doctor that in my experience so far that has done the like the whole cup your nuts and cough thing. You know what yeah, I'm talking about? I don't think I've ever had that. I don't think. I had like heard yeah. rumors of it through high school. that it <laughs> never rumors. It, I'd heard rumors. The there were rumors. <laughs> There were whispers in the halls, um, but yeah, he was the only one to ever do that for me, and then not for me. That made it sound like it was a favor. <laughs> please, uh, please, 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 please. Yeah. <laughs> you have to leave now, sir. And then he drew my blood, and I almost passed out of the bathroom. So there's not a good oh doctor my experience God. for my, my one LA doctor experience. Yeah, not great. So sorry, I'm was he worse than the Cajun Brooklyn doctor? <laughs> I'd say worse than the game. Nah, yeah, I'm not going to. You're so much better at impressions than me. I'm not going to begin to dive into that. Remember when we were doing, uh, uh, like we were doing the British impressions? Yes. The Nimmo? Is that who Tomas we were doing? Tomas Nido. Yeah, Tom, Tomas Nido. It wasn't Nimmo. It was Tomas Nido. Nido. Yeah, we got to bring we that back. We do have to bring it back. Yeah, we haven't been an impression pod in a while. We got to bring it back. And we're famously an impression pod. Yeah, we're like a. I think we rank a number one hundred and ninety-two in UK baseball podcasts, yes. and number one in their impressions podcast. Absolutely, so. yeah. Eat your heart we're, out, Ricky Gervais. I don't think he does impressions. <laughs> I couldn't think of any British comedian that does impressions. Um, yeah. Um, what anyway, about uh, who's the puppet guy? Jeff Dunham. He's not British. Yeah. <laughs> your heart out, Jeff Dunham. <laughs> you just wanted to name check Jeff Dunham. Um, I'm punch struck on Philly cheesesteak. I sorry. know what you're doing. You're trying to avoid talk about the Marlins. I'm going to close out the Mets segment. And I'm just going to say okay. uh, a fun fact or the Mets Braves segment. Fun fact, the Braves, did you know this, at least as of yesterday, hmm. have the most home runs in the annual, but also lead the league in strikeouts. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so they, got, the true they got the bashers, team. but they're having some trouble uh, uh, getting some consistent contact there, driving runners That's an interesting in. stat. Yeah. We're not a stat podcast today. Sometimes we're a stat podcast. Today is not the A day, little bit. A little but... bit. We talked Darno. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. And we also talked like baseball reference statistics. I le- I just recently learned about the splits on baseball reference. So like that's my new favorite thing is to see how players are against certain kind of pitchers 
what teams and ballparks they hit in the best, what innings or what months mm-hmm. they hit the best. It's really that's a fun thing to go dive in on. But all right, Brandon, we can stop avoiding it. Uh, I was telling you about this before the podcast started, but we uh, our timing on pushing the podcast to Thursday uh, Thursday night records now means that we avoided talking about the Marlins seven game winning streak and now going to talk about their uh, getting swept by the Diamondbacks at home. <laughs> Uh, it was a brutal, brutal series, dude. It was a brutal series because it was all one-run games, and uh, Jazz was single-handedly bringing, like, pulling them out from the depths of hell to try to to try to secure a victory. And then the rest of the team was just disappointing him. We'll get to a question from our good friend Spazzy later, but um, let's just say that the off-season acquisitions for the Marlins have been uh, have left a little to be desired. Yeah. I think Jacob Stallings' entire baseball savant page is in the blue right now, <laughs> including framing. Um, which isn't great. Uh, and Avesel Garcia might as well be me up there hitting because he's he's blowing so much ass. <laughs> he's blowing ass, Brandon. He might as well um, be you and, after eating a cheesesteak from the Italian deli yeah, down the street. Me. Yeah, truly, I would have more success with the being possessed by this cheesesteak. But uh, and then Jorge Soler hit one of the longest home runs in, in Lone Depot Park history, a top five long home run, and then just doesn't. Well, he's going to do, do that like once a month, I think, so. probably right. Yeah, and they're so fun to watch. They're so electric, and it's so powerful. And then he, he strikes out seven times in a row or grounds into a double play, and you're like, what is this dude doing? And he's like a serviceable defender. It's not like he's blown yeah. anything. He's got a, a he's got decent range when you see him out there. But, like, oh, it's been incredibly frustrating. And then you have, like, Jazz, who's doing phenomenal. The Marlins optioned Brian De La Cruz down to AAA And he was today. doing good, too. That. He was doing great, and he had a he had one really egregious defensive error, but also had one really great defensive play. So, like... He's a great fourth outfielder. Don't know what we're doing there. Maybe we're doing that weird thing that they do where they try to balance bullpen arms. So they brought up a bullpen guy. Maybe he'll pitch like seven innings in the next two days and then they'll send him back down and bring back up Brian. But like, yeah, dude, not great. Jazz, though, has been taking Major League Baseball Twitter by storm, which has been fun. He's bringing some national attention to the fish, which I like. Yeah, I mean, he's a great I mean. You had the game. What was the game on Tuesday when the Marlins ended up losing five to four? Right when he that, that yes. got some national attention when he it was yes. a ground up by Aguilar to like deep shortstop, right? Yeah, it was like a it, it was an infield single on Aguilar off a bad throw to first base. So I guess it might have been considered a, an error, but um, but yeah, Jazz ran all the way from second to home, slid in, did the chest bump, screaming, awesome. looked electric, bringing the team back into it, and then nobody else can get nobody else can fire. Though Jesus Aguilar has picked it up, yeah. Jesus Aguilar has picked it up, which is great because we needed one of them too. Uh, but not a lot from Cooper. Wendell had a hamstring injury for the last series, so he wasn't he was unavailable. Um, you know, just not and Anthony Bender is not a closer, dude. Anthony Bender is not a closer. Bender mania was a real thing. I remember yep. uh, he was a feast for us last Bender year. Mania, that? Yeah. Bender mania was the real deal. And now he's just like leaving sliders right over the plate. Uh, and Pavin Smith, Pavin, Pavin. Pavon, it's Pavin. Wait, do you Pavin. know the story okay. behind that? No, what's so the story? His family, his parents are good friends with a golfer named Pavin. Shit. I don't know anything about okay. golf. You know, this golfer. I know, uh, I'd say like, I'm in probably the, the 10th percentile of golf knowledge. Maybe a little higher, but you I don't know, know much. You, you get as far as VJ Singh, then after that you're out. Yeah, I know VJ Singh. I know Rory McIlroy. I know uh, Dustin Thompson? Dustin Thomas? Dustin Thompson. Oh, Corey Pavin. Corey Pavin. Anyways. I got it. Okay. So okay. they're buddies with Corey Pavin, and they named their son Pavin Smith after Corey Pavin. You know, that's so funny because I was going to name my, my son Gross after Brandon Gross. Oh, really? 
<laughs> gross Clark. <laughs> oh, old gross Clark. Get over here. <laughs> you know gross Clark's getting into trouble, dude. He's chugging Coca-Cola's and he's wiping his slimy, sticky fingers on Oh, everything. dude, gross Clark has a is eating hot Takis and like has a Kool-Aid stain <laughs> over his mustache every day. <laughs> He is the terror at every child's birthday party. <laughs> I, uh, Brandon, one of the grossest things I ever did as a kid, and uh, honestly, my parents are listening to this. Shout out to my parents. I love y'all. I know I got into a little bit of fake hot water with the Let's Go Brandon uh, story on the pod. But as a kid, I was allowed to eat uh, microwave taquitos on the weekends for breakfast. And in hindsight, that's like an insane thing to do. <laughs> well, it made it's a like, little treat, though, I had like obs- once a week. A little treat. That's a great point. Yes, it was definitely a treat, uh, and I'm sure I was I was a little gremlin when it came to food. So I'm sure they were like, See, "Oh, this kid will eat anything." Gross Clark does that every day. Gross Clark does that breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He's living yeah. off of microwave chiquita, uh, taquitos. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it influenced my dietary habits as an adult because I just ate a full Philly cheesesteak hero from a from a pizza restaurant right down the corner, <laughs> and now I'm uh, I'm punch you're, drunk you, off steak and cheese. You better watch it. You're gonna have to go to the Cajun Brooklyn doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's better watch out. He's gonna put le- he's gonna put leeches on me, dude. You better, gonna we're gonna put some leeches in your stomach, dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, we got a we got a series up against the Padres. We'll get to that in the upcoming series segment. Well, but I have a question for you, though. I I see because I'm connected with Marlon's Twitter a lot. Eliezer has given up some meatballs th- this series, yeah, correct? Dude. It's famously what was the what was the Peter Pratt Peter quote? Pratt video uh, uh, from Mar- Miami Marlins UK. Um, yes, Locked, Locked on, on Marlins. Marlins fame. He said, "He said it's like IKEA in there." I think that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> in reference to him giving up meatballs, yeah, yeah that was a that was an all time Peter. Great, one. I think that that was uh, phenomenal. Is it time for Max Meyer? I think it was time for Max Meyer. There's two things that I think should have been done if I were if I were Don Mattingly, and obviously, I guess the Max Meyer thing is more of a Kim Ang thing than it is a, a Don Mattingly thing. Bender should have stopped closing games. He looks to be a different guy. Put him in the seventh. Put him in the eighth. Give him the Anthony Bass treatment. Don't give him the ninth inning. And uh, and give Cole Solcer, that kid that we got from uh, Baltimore, has been pitching lights out in every bullpen opportunity. Um, and there's no reason to not put him in the ninth. He's looked great. I know our, our boy Ron. What is it? I forget his last name. You know who I'm talking about on Marlon's Twitter? Ron. Uh, oh, hold on, yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. it up right now. Ron Cox. Yes, yes Ron Cox, the, the professor that, that for whatever reason, follows our podcast. Uh, he, he, I think he's he's uh, he's exposed to too much like higher education and needs to listen to some dumb dudes talk about baseball every once in a while, which I can respect. Uh, but he's been beating that drum, too. He's saying Cole Solcer needs to be our closer, and I completely agree. And, yeah, I mean, Edward Cabrera had a triple-A uh, start this week uh, with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Shrimp. Um, and looked all right. So one of those two dudes needs to replace. I mean, I would even maybe consider bringing up Cabrera as a uh, as the fifth starter, fourth starter, and have uh, have Max Meyer coming out of the bullpen. Have him be a closer because he's just got like phenomenal stuff. He had Yon Mancada. How do you pronounce that yeah. guy's first name? Yeah, Yon yeah, yeah. Mancada, like swinging out of his shoes when he was doing a rehab stint. He struck out Ronald Acuna Jr. on a rehab stint. Like he's. It's not like he's facing bottom of the barrel AAA dudes. Um, so, yeah, dude, Max Meyer needs to be brought up. I would love to see him in a starting position. Like, if Sixto ever comes back, he's thrown from 60 feet again, Brandon. Isn't he Sixto out the whole season? Back, he's confirmed now for the whole season. I don't I don't think he was ruled out. I think that was Mish's guess. I don't think there was ever an official announcement. I think Mish was just like, I don't Insane. think he's coming back. But he's thrown from 60 feet, Brandon. You know, He's been doing that for a while. That's not nothing. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, I throw from 60 feet. I should be able <laughs> But bring Sixto. Sixto would be great closer. Put Max Meyer into that fourth spot. See where Edward Cabrera is. And then, yeah, we. I mean, we're still... Uh, jack to the teeth 
uh, with starters jack in the, in the to minor the teeth. Jake Eater. And <laughs> I think it's Jack to the Tits, but that made me feel uncomfortable. And it didn't. Is it? <laughs> it didn't I don't know like either say on the iteration of that. I know filled to mm. the brim. An okay. embarrassment was, of riches. Yeah. Ah, that's a good one too. An embarrassment of riches. But yeah, so Max Meyer should have been here last week. Eliezer's just th- he's sitting ninety. Nobody can be throwing ninety and being a starting pitcher in the MLB unless you're Zach Granke and you just have incredible break. Rich and, Hill. Uh, Rich Hill. Uh, I uh, blanket on the the Cubs guy, Kyle. Uh, oh, Kyle, Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks yeah. Another dude that mm-hmm. throws slow with incredible break, but like. There's there's only a handful of dudes that can get away with that. Yeah. Uh, even if he was throwing 94, 95, like that's a huge difference. But he's not, and he's and he's famously been bad around the third time. Now he's bad around the second time of the lineup. Um, and it's just yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, I, I I don't know if you've seen the Max Meyer gifts that are floating around or the clips, but the dude's slider is like ankle breaking. It yeah. lo- like people are swinging out of their shoes on it. So it's let's see what he can do in the major. Yeah, and also T. Rodge isn't isn't doing too great either. So. He's not doing that great. Yeah, he's not doing bad, but he's not doing great. He's definitely left a little bit to be desired. So, um, so yeah. But, you know, uh, Brandon, okay, so this is a fun thing because the Marlins finally have an exciting player. What do you think Jazz Chisholm's collective war is, according to baseball reference? Oh, as I right don't know. Now? I saw his OPS was insane. Uh, his OPS is 200 right now. <laughs> wow. Wait, it's 200? It's t- OPS plus, oh. sorry. His OPS is 1,037. Gotcha, gotcha. yeah. like, his OPS plus is 200. Um, that's cool. Um would you ask me? You asked me what his total war oh, accumulated war so far. One point three, dude, pretty close. One point five. Wow, one point five. Four home runs, five stolen That's bases. Great. Like he's on. And I don't know if you saw the. Did you see the the controversy that happened with the the fair ball, foul ball, jazz I, double? Maybe could have yes, been I did. That was in game one. That would have been game. Was it one? I don't remember. They, those all bled together because there was two five four games, and then one game I was I was walking I was walking back from court from work, and I, I was streaming the game on my phone because it was an afternoon game. And Bender went in, and I was like, "This isn't gonna go well." And so I'm like walking down uh, like Lower Manhattan, just screaming at my phone like a maniac, <laughs> and like didn't look good. But uh, but yeah, it was one of the uh, the first or second game, and Jazz hit what. I mean, with his speed, could have very easily been a bases-clearing triple. Uh, and they got the call wrong first. They said fair foul. They stopped play and then eventually ruled it a double and everybody advanced two bases. So two runs still scored. But it was like, with Jazz's speed, you just took away yeah. a triple from him. So, um, yeah, dude, disappointing series. This is the most Marlins thing to have happened. I know uh, you're a jaded Mets fan. I'm, I'm a jaded Marlins fan. Of course, after we win seven in a row, beat some good teams, beat up on the Mariners team that was, that I know Passon said was really great and then famously went on a, a, a nosedive. Um, yeah, I, I just really hope that we can do something against these Padres, man. Uh, not, you know, you weren't the only team that struggled. The Phillies, despite them absolutely kicking the cream out of the Mets right now, um, and <laughs> the cream. I know, it's a new thing. Um, they're beat, Jack to the teeth and kicking the cream. <laughs> beating the Mets 7-1 to one right now on this Thursday record. But prior to that, uh, Rangers... Uh, beat up the yeah, Phillies dude. a little bit in a t- little two-game jaunt there. Um, Ooh, a jaunt. We're using weird words today. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're on <laughs> we're, a roll. Where'd you say you're a robot man again? No, I said we're on a roll. We're on a roll. Uh, yeah, with, Ranger Suarez. Weird words. Ranger Suarez, did a, he struggled a bit in the game one um, in the 6-4 loss. Alec Bone goes two for three, but still makes two kind of boneheaded plays uh he kind of botched a double play at third but he's gonna be i mean he's gonna be there because he's not gonna be dhing harper's dhing because of no. his bum elbow um and schwarber would probably still take precedent over bohm dhing you'd think so for sure um, yeah so yeah so i mean he's gonna be Strange there so situation. he's gonna power through it um i mean 
Alec Bohm and Kyle Schwarber will likely be in the same lineup for a while, so there's going to be one bad defensive player. I, I have to imagine, <laughs> I, if I'm them, them, though, I think you you can probably live more with a a poorly a poor defensive left fielder than a third baseman. What do you think? I completely agree. Yeah, you want your you want the hot corner to be defended well, dude, and that's why the the the, the most famous defender. There are famous defenders on third base yes. in the in Major League Baseball right now. There are no famous defensive left fielders. I can't think of anybody off the top. Not of Not left field in particular, like good outfield, like a no. center center yeah, field normally the strong defensive outfielder, strong outfield defensive position. But yeah, um, uh, do you think Ranger Suarez does bad against the Rangers for his entire career? Or do you think this is an anomaly? Do you think it's it's like first name? Uh, bad bad juju. Were you you were robot man? But are you saying that Ranger versus Ranger was the issue? <laughs> yes, is Ranger versus Ranger a problem? I mean, it's a battle. It's a David versus Goliath situation because you have thir- you have you have twenty five men. <laughs> yeah. You have twenty five men. Twenty five Rangers. Twenty five <laughs> Rangers and only one Ranger. That's a great point. Yeah, that's just like 300. It's the movie 300 playing out in front of Ranger Suarez's face. But um, yeah, I thought also Boehm apparently had, a, I saw a couple good defensive plays. So at least he's balancing it out. You know, it's not all bad like it was there for a second when he was doing the famous I fucking hate this place um, yes. lip read, um, which uh, is still a, a great Phillies moment of the season already. Um, so I, I know he's he's contributing a little bit defensively, but yeah, he's also leaving a lot to be desired on that end. Yeah, I mean, he's he's hitting 300 right now. He's pretty consistent offensively. It's you know, Phillies just gonna have to live with it. I mean, that, that's how they built the team. So it's like, hey, reap what you sow, Phillies. But uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they're also, I mean, like the Braves are also, I think, top, they're top four i believe in home runs now um so yeah. so they're up there yeah. they're doing what what they're built to do they just gotta get their pitching consistent and uh and hopefully improve that defense a little bit but yeah lost six to four in game one uh game two um was a little extra situation there um Ooh. zach wheeler pitched great seven and two thirds of scoreless ball seven k's only 78 pitches they pulled him early the phillies fans were booing Girardi when they pulled them um but that's a right thing obviously he, yeah uh, that's the right thing, though. I mean, obviously, you know, Zach's coming back from injury, but it uh, this game was uh, like Darno haunting his former team in the Mets. Former Phillies were haunting them. Brad Miller, noted home home oh. run king, Brad Miller. Yeah, uh, on the on yeah. the Rangers now hit a two run single in the top of the tenth with two outs. Phillies almost got out of it in the with the stupid runner on second base rule. Phillies almost got out of it. Brad Miller, two outs, two run single. Phillies end winning two to one. Matt Moore, former Philly. Uh, shut them down one and two thirds in relief towards the end of the game. Uh, Phillies dropping two to the Rangers who are struggling. It's weird. They're doing a lot of the the like whiplash of good, are we good? Are we bad? They swept the Rockies in Colorado and then lose a series to the Mets, lose a series to the Rangers, come out and beat the piss out of you today. Like it's so hard to put your thumb on what kind of team this or what kind of uh, what, how good this Phillies team is. But they're doing the thing we thought they would. Now, there's exceptions to this, but they are still scoring an insane mm-hmm. amount of runs since the 420. Can I get a hell? Yeah, brother. Hell yeah, uh, brother. Scored, <laughs> they scored nine runs, four runs, three runs, zero runs, then eight runs, ten runs, seven runs, seven runs, three runs, four runs, uh, six runs, four runs. Like, they're just they're scoring a ton. They're, and like we said, they scored seven runs tonight. So it's like they're doing the thing we thought. It's just they're – are they able to stay in it with their defensive pitching is the big question. And uh, and sometimes they are and sometimes they're not. And I think that's just how this team's going to Yeah, be. I mean, if Zach and Nola are – because right now they've had two back-to-back games of Zach and Nola pitching pretty good. So if they can keep that consistent and they can live up to potential, I mean, then, then they're looking eh, – then you can be like, okay, maybe the Phillies are better than that 500 team that yeah they've been in past yeah. years. 
Um, Philly's sitting in fourth place right now, though, dude. Just two games, three games behind the Nationals or in front of the Nationals. Um, kind of tied. There, it's that weird winning percentage thing with the Braves and Phillies. Mm-hmm. The Braves have a .444 winning percentage, and the Phillies have a .440. Mm-hmm. So kind of some bad luck. But listen, the Marlins are in second. The Mets are in first. The the NL East podcast is happy. NL Feast is happy. Mm-hmm. And the Nationals are there, but they're scoring runs. The Nationals are there. We do. Yes, we do have to give it. OK, so we'll, we were we were talking about this before the podcast started, but the Nationals did beat the Giants in a series and scored. I mean, speaking of a lot of runs scored since last Friday, they scored 14 runs, three runs, 11 runs, 10 runs, two runs and seven runs. Uh, lost to the Rockies today, which was good for my bankroll. Brandon, we haven't talked about my bankroll recently, but I've been on a hot streak with uh, baseball betting, dude. Oh, really? You buy new furniture with that money? I am so close to withdrawing. I've I've earned up to five hundred dollars. I mean, we'll see how my bets go tonight. But I've earned up to five hundred dollars on the on the Caesars gambling app, and I was like, I think I'm just gonna withdraw all this and throw it on my credit card from all the furniture that we just bought. <laughs> hey, that's good though. That, Why not? That's a good way you're growing your money and you're reinvesting it into the market. That's this true. Yeah, pop. listen, I, I I stimulate the uh, the the local economy, dude. That's what I do. That's right. You're you're uh. you're you're paying your local merchants like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, one Philly cheesesteak at a time. I'm supporting the New York City economy. Uh, we hey, we have uh, we have some segments though. We have some segments, but Brandon, before we get to that, you know, okay, we got to do. Fine. We got to pay the bills. We got to pay the bills. Here's some ads. This episode of NL Feast is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, which is a word I just learned today. Adaptogens. I could use some adaptogens in my life to help start your day right. Listen, it's a scoop. You just toss it in your protein shake, get back from the gym, you've been running treadmill, training for that marathon, getting jacked. Maybe it's cutting season. Maybe it's bulking season. Who cares? Throw a little athletic greens in your protein shake and you will be good to go. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets as well. So vegans, maybe double check. You never know with these things, but sounds like it's good for you. Good for those uh, pescatarian diets, maybe. I don't know why that's the first one that came to my brain, but the caveman diet. Maybe it's good for the paleo heads out there. I don't know. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than three dollars a day. Three dollars a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. I spend more on bacon, egg and cheeses here in New York City than I'd spend on some athletic greens. And sound a little bit more healthy to me. Listen, it's time to reclaim your health Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's getting chilly here in the big city, so I could use some of that. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, sports nerds, have you heard of ColorCast? Well, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and it's free to use. You can talk to me, you can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. That's right, athletes and insiders, not just schmoes like me. 
It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to all the breaking news. I got on there, I got some friends, I got some followers, and I got into arguments where I found out I was wrong. But you're going to be right when you get ColorCast. Download it today. It is free to use. Bring those spicy takes, baby. All right, Brandon, and we're back. Uh, We got some of the classic segments to go over today, my dude. Also, okay, real quick tangent. How's Starley Marte been as a Mets fan? I've been meaning to ask you about this, and I just checked his baseball reference page, and it's it's not great, uh, offensively at least. He's been, yeah, he has been great. He's been hitting for much power. He's done well with runners in scoring position. He has been caught stealing That's four important. times, and I think last year he was caught all of, you have it up. How many times was he caught? No, I don't have it up. No, I don't have it up. Go to your history tab. <laughs> I don't have it up. Um, no, he does have four stolen bases today, but yeah, no, four he was caught famously stealing. like... He was caught stealing four times this year already. Oh, he also has four stolen bases, so he's, he's hit 50. That's not then, good, though. 500. No, that's what, not good. Julio Rodriguez is like nine for nine yeah. right now. Yeah, what is the... Do, wait, do you have the reference up now, or no, you don't? I don't you I said do you had it up. up. <laughs> I have it up. I just don't know how to look at this. Do I go... Okay, hold on. Caught stealing... Uh, yeah, Brandon, I, this is going to just lead to me like stammering for five minutes. Hold on. Oh, here hold we go. On. Okay. He had, he had two all of last year. No, he had five all last year between Miami, no, five. Miami and Oakland. I was reading. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. And he has four already. That's very weird. Do you think that's a sign of bad, uh, coaching on the Mets though? I don't think so. It seems like, cause there was an instance where he got, where he was caught stealing and I can't remember the situation, but they asked Buck afterwards. They're like, Oh, like, should you have sent him there? He's like, well, he sort of has a free pass. He can go whenever because that's his thing. Oh, interesting. So. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Buck winning everybody's hearts. Buck has been a phenomenal manager for you guys. Oh, so far, yeah. I'd have to say. Yeah. A, a plus work, Buck. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal. Because Mets haven't had like a veteran guy in most of my, my Mets work. Bobby Valentine, I guess. Yeah. Art Howe. Yeah. Um, that was bad. But uh, yeah. So that's how I... Starling Marte, I think he'll turn it on. I'll be very disappointed if my, okay. if my premonition of signing him to a four-year deal was bad. Lorenzo Kane, <laughs> yeah. Lorenzo Kane time. If it comes, to, yeah, yeah, that'll be the monkey paw curled when you, they heard that segment about the Marlins mm-hmm. signing Starling Marte to a long term deal. <laughs> the monkey paw said, "Brandon, a lot of witchcraft, that? a lot of dev- devilry going on in this podcast." We're a spooky today. pod, Brandon. We're a spooky, spooky podcast pod. today. Uh, we're doing. Ooh, we're going to do feast or famine. Let's do feast or famine. If you're not familiar with this, this is where Brandon and I now give out just a single feast and a single famine, and it accompanies a theme song that has never been officially written or recorded, but it goes, dun, 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 feast or famine. Uh, that's so just imagine that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just imagine how that would go. So Brandon, this is a topic I wanted to talk to you about, but your feast of the week is the Mets team no hitter, and it says duh under it. Now, before I get into my opinion, I guess I just want to know, is this a valid no hitter to you, Brandon? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Listen, it's not a feat of an individual doing it. That's another level, of course. But it's still yes. fun. That's kind of. It's kind of. It's still kind of crazy that a professional team, especially a great offensive team, um, would like uh, that they would be shut out, like the Phillies, that would be shut out. Yeah, and not get one hit. That's insane. Against, I, I agree. That's insane. Against multiple but, pitchers, that means all of the pitchers had their A game. It's crazy, but it's not. Yes, a hundred percent. It's like, oh, this is exciting, but it's not like, oh my, you know, it's not insane. Mets Twitter was acting like they won the World Series when that happened. That was the most like, 
uh, mind melting. It felt like everybody was just tooting their own horn. Oh my god, a collective no hitter! This is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I, and don't I was just think like, so, I, I guess it's I fine. It's fine. I mean, it's happened a bunch. Like, didn't the, the it's I fun. feel like the Rays do it fun. once a year. It seems like for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's fun. I do agree with you. It's, it's fun. fun, especially as a fan of the team. But like. I, you would have thought that the Mets won the World Series based on the Twitter timeline that I was being exposed no. to. Everybody melting down. We have Tyler McGill's mom over here acting like they just won leave the World her, Series. Leave Julie like, alone. <laughs> no, I'm not. She's not safe on this podcast, Brandon. We're not afraid to critique anybody. Um, yeah, and I just was like, this is, okay, all right. This is fun. I get it. I'm happy for you, I guess. If it was like, the Marlins, you'd be like, Let's oh, I can't bit. believe Pablo Lopez went five <laughs> innings. Cole Solster did this. <laughs> would be you. Oh, so leave, cool. leave the Marlins out of this. This isn't a Marlins Okay, time. I hope, the Marlins, Marlins, do, I hope the Marlins do it this year. We'll have this conversation again. We'll see how you're feeling. And you're, I was going to say, And you're yeah, going to he... be on Twitter be like, oh, my God. And then I'm be like, hey, how'd you feel about that, buddy? You're like, oh, it was fine. <laughs> You're going to cite episode 56, minute 45 yeah. of the NLF East podcast. I will. I'll go back and listen. I'm, I'm that type of petty. But no, I think it's fun. It's cool. Mets have only had the Johan no-hitter. That wasn't really a no-hitter either because they had, uh, I don't know if you remember, Carlos Beltran had hit the hit the, the chalk line on the third base line. That I don't Today, that, this no. is, that was pre-umpire uh, uh, review. Today, that would have been callback. That would have been a hit. Wouldn't have happened. Oh, shit. Um. So it's cool. It was a legit no hitter. I prefer a perfect game from one pitcher. Obviously, that would be ideal. But of course, no, of it's course. fun. It's cool. Um, it gets the juices flowing. The people scream. It's good. Okay. All right. I'll let you have fun. Just because you're my my good friend, I'll let you have some fun, Brandon. You can enjoy this moment. You have my permission. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Let's get to our famine here, Brandon. Now you put Juan Soto down. Can I get a little bit of the, your explanation as to why Juan Soto is a famine? It's tough because he. Is still doing well. The man has hit six home runs, which is impressive still. Very um, impressive They're still. barely pitching to him. That's probably why Josh Bell has such a high batting average in the first place. Um, but yeah, Soto, six homers and only seven RBI. Jeff Passon tweeted this today. Um, and our friend Max Raymond tweeted today, he's hitting uh, 0.095 in 21 at-bats <laughs> with runners in scoring position. That's so bad. Yeah, That's I mean, so it, I don't know if it's just the weight of the world being on his shoulders, but... Uh, because of a national team that doesn't have that deep of a lineup, but you'd, yeah, you'd expect yeah. the man though to still be raking, and it's probably tough to be on a losing team with that much talent. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. It's a ten, tentative famine because he's still an amazing player. And he's an All Star. He's an MVP candidate. It's a tentative one, but it's like maybe it's more the Nationals. I should be, even though we. I know we said they score a lot of runs, but uh, seven RBI, six homers. How's that even possible? Maybe it's. That's so strange. That's so strange. Yeah. Yeah, very weird. Well, we hope Juan Soto turns it around, and honestly, he's got to. He's one of the best players in baseball. I'd be astonished if these statistics maintained throughout the entire season. But, Brandon, we're running out of time here. I think I did too much uh, uh, lollygagging about my Philly cheesesteak, uh, punch-drunk Philly cheesesteak situation. So I, we got to hurry this up a little bit. But we got our classic segment, Brandon, the Grama de Wee. Grama of the week is Mr. Zach Wheeler. As we said, Zach is back. He had the nice seven and two thirds against the Rangers, despite the Phillies' loss. Um, seems like he's healthy. It was scary at first. It seemed like he was maybe rushed back, but Zach is back. Good for the Phillies. Zach is back. I love that. Zach is back. Zach is back. That's on. That's on the Philadelphia Inquirer. I don't know what, what the newspaper. Zach is, is back. Sounds like a sounds like a, a made for Disney movie yes. about a kid who leaves like elementary school and then comes back in middle school and is like a oh he's a changed man now. <laughs> Zach is back. <laughs> 
Zach is back. Well, good. We shout out to Zach Wheeler. You don't want to see injuries affect anybody, and we're glad that he's uh, he's kind of powered through that. That was a scary situation. He missed the first rotation through the lineup. Or wait, first. Okay, I said that wrong. First time through the rotation. Does that sound yeah. right? Okay, missed the first time the rotation. Wasn't playing in spring, obviously. So you got those kind of preseason injuries, especially the shoulders, are especially scary. But he seems to be totally fine. So glad to have it, Brandon. Now we also have our new segment name that you came up with here. So I want to let you. Disp- I want. I want you to debut we've, it here. Tell us. We've what been this getting a little questions on on the old Twitter. Um, we're calling them feast fan questions. We got some fans. Feast fan questions, huh? That, feast in question. Huh? We're the feast. They're the fans. Hey, These are the questions. It has a slogan. Jerry Seinfeld does it. Uh, Spazzy, Spazzy asks, our good friend Spazzy says, how much longer do I have to keep watching Avisail, in, in reference to Avisail Garcia, not help yes. the team, the Marlins, before they send his ass down? Brandon, we're, he's not getting sent down. Spazzy, no. listen, we're in a Discord chat together. We, You know how much I'm lamenting about uh, how bad Avisel Garcia has been. He's not going anywhere, and he's not going anywhere for a few years. Yep. He signed to a four-year deal. Uh, I think Marlins fans expected him to do uh, what Jesus Aguilar did, which is kind of turn it around and maybe just have a, a, a bad April, and then when May comes, he starts hitting again. This guy looks lost at the plate. He's not hitting for power. I think he's got one home run on the year. Um, he's not hitting clutch. It seems like a, a guaranteed strikeout to a high fastball every time he's uh, he's at the plate. Um, it's definitely this is definitely we're in a position where you got to start worrying about whether or not he's legit and he's going to be able to offer anything for the season, especially when you have dudes like Peyton Burdick, who's a, a Marlins AAA prospect who's raking in the in the minors right now, and then you're sending Brian De La Cruz, who's hitting like 300 still in the season. No matter how much we say he's a fourth outfielder, he hits like he's a starting outfielder. Um, so, yeah, I uh, really hope he turns it around. He's played a f- semi-decent right field, so at least he's holding that down defensively. But uh, outside of that, man, he's not doing anything. I think he's had one walk all season. Uh, that's abysmal. <laughs> you can't be having one walk all season. Um, so, yeah, Spazzy. We'll talk about this in the Discord, but uh, not looking good. Also, Spazzy volunteered to send me Marlins brews again, dude. Did you see that on Twitter? Send them over, Spazzy. Huh? Not yet. I, I said wait for the Power Hour 2.0 because we have a second annual Power Hour coming in six months or whatever. But that's the next time we need him. Did uh, uh, in your move, did my Mets gear that you supposedly got me, did it get lost? It's here. <laughs> Where is it? I don't know. But it's here. And we moved across the street. from. I'm going to dox myself if I keep describing all the things around me. But there's a, there's a shipping store of some brand or some all company right. direct, very close to us. So this would be an incredibly... Uh, this would be a, a bad look for me if I don't ship this anytime soon. <laughs> if if the wardrobe takes it, if it takes it as a memento to sacrifice to oh, give to true. the devil, then I'll understand. It's okay. What if this isn't a haunted wardrobe? What if this is like a Chronicles of Narnia kind of wardrobe? You know, oh, like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and it has some weird Jesusy undertones to it. Absolutely, an allegory to Jesus. There's a lion. He's got a bunch mm-hmm. of followers. Twelve yeah, disciples. Yeah. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that would happen. Um, all right, Brandon. We're moving right along. We have our upcoming schedule. This is your segment, Brandon. You always do such a good job. Why don't you take it? It's away? my segment. The Mets are playing the Phillies. Four game series might get rained out this weekend in Philadelphia. After that, they're going down to D.C. to play the Nats. Marlins out in San Diego playing the Pods. Uh, and after that, they're going. I just, the I just pods. San Diego'd from uh, from San Anchorman. Diago, and it's just the pods. In me. You said the um, pods, the pods. <laughs> and then uh, they're going out to Arizona to play their rival, the Diamondbacks. So we'll see how that goes. The second, <laughs> second say the rival Diamondbacks. The rival Diamondbacks. Uh, Braves are uh, have a fun week playing the Brewers and Red Sox at home. 
Phillies after the Mets. They're going up to Seattle. They're playing uh, Julio Rodriguez and the Seattle Mariners. Nationals out in Anaheim playing the Angels before they play the Mets at home. That's the schedule. Yeah, that's a great schedule. Brandon, you know what I'm going to ask you. What are the series that you're looking forward to the most? It's a good week. It's a good week. Obviously, it's a very obviously good week. for the division, Mets, Phillies. Um, and then Marlins, Padres is super fun. I like that. See if the Marlins can, can bounce back against a tough Padres team. Braves, Brewers is fun. Phillies, Mariners is fun. A lot Na- of fun stuff. Nationals, Mets, inner division. I don't know. I, I think it's a, it is a great week. I like Braves Brewers. Braves Those Brewers. Brewers. The pitchers are still insane to watch. Like you got the you got the Brandon Woodruffs of the world, the Corbin Burns. Um, I don't want to watch any of the Marlins series this week, and I'm glad I am out of town for these late night West Coast games, or I don't have to watch them get pummeled by this good Padres team. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Mets Phillies is I think always going to be um, entertaining. It feels like you guys are going to play like 80 times at the beginning of this after, year. Huh? After this series, I think they they've played. 10 games already so they're like more than halfway done with their schedule insane yeah. insane insane so i think that's what i'm looking at. also the angels are always fun to watch i caught a little bit of otani today he looks insane he was he's been hitting he's been i forgot pitching. to start him so uh, as a pitcher today in fantasy <laughs> no brandon well you famously hate our uh our uh fantasy interface right are you still on that or have you come around a little yeah bit? no i don't like it you don't like it that's sorry commish if you're I, listening <laughs> no i love it so well, you, you love it because you're in that's second aren't you I'm in first, baby. Oh, what you're you in, first I'm in first now. Look at you. Oh, I'm okay. in first. And I'm playing. We're having a battle of the of the forces right now. I'm in first and Chris is in second and we're playing each other this week. So, oh, uh, that's fun. That's a fun time. So, yeah, Brandon. All right. We normally do feature future fans here. We're running out of time and neither of us made, made a list of feature future fans. So we're not gaining any new listeners this week, Brandon. But you know what to do. Give them the. Oh, wait, Brandon. Breaking news. We I heard still the have, news. We have new podcast reviews. Did you see oh, yeah. this? We I have heard real the news. podcast reviews. And this is I phenomenal. Also, we didn't even talk about Robinson Cano being cut by the being cut by the Mets. <laughs> that didn't even Good. Make it into the I hope he signs with the Marlins. Oh, come on, dude. Why I don't need more strikeouts, please. Um we have two Apple Podcast reviews. If you're not familiar, if you leave a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, five stars, even not five stars. We take we take uh, critical reviews. We take them in stride. We're not scared. Yeah, we'll block you if you do it. Yeah, but. yeah we'll, we'll call you a hater and we'll block yeah. you, but uh, we'll, uh, we, will, we will read them on the pod. Now, Brandon, this is, I think, our maybe both of these are converted from my famous viral tweet where I took the internet by storm for a single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this one comes from BaseballFan1918, who we personally interacted with on Twitter. So shouts out to BaseballFan1918. He said, fun pod. Lots of great Annalise talk and a lot of having fun. Keep up the great work. Now he says that now, but do you think he'll think this is still fun when we're rambling about cheesesteaks, cheesesteaks and haunted wardrobes? No, I don't (laughs) think so. When there's callbacks to nothing, no, I don't think so. I don't think I like. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get an edit to this review next week. That's gonna make it one star. Never mind. Listen to. I think these guys need help. (laughs) Yeah, somebody. Yeah, we're gonna baker act us from a fan. (laughs) Um, And then we have W R Y lose. Is that Rye lose? Do you think that's a thing? Is that like, or is it yeah. Rye Lose? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But hey, a cool name regardless. Five stars. The hosts are great. Love this podcast. So <laughs> we love it. We'll read hey. any review where we get Thanks. gassed up, Brandon. That's yeah. very up our alley. Are we these love boys that. handsome? Oh, wow. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. Thank you. We don't even, this is an audio medium, but I appreciate the physical compliments. <laughs> they sound handsome. Nice. No, we like that. We like that. But all right, Brandon, tell the people where they can find you on this lovely You can follow thing. me at Brando Grosso. Where can they find you? 
Follow me at NL Feast Sam. Follow the podcast at NL Feast Pod on Twitter. Shoot us an email, nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Ask us any questions. We'll make sure we answer them. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter because we're doing the NL Feast uh, podcast uh, questions. We're doing good questions now, Brandon. We have the Feast fan questions. So stick around for those. Um, Check out my band, Ugly Twin, famously something I plug all the time. Uh, don't watch the Marlins Padres series this week uh, so that I don't have to talk about it next week on the podcast. Brandon, anything else before we get out of here? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.